Hello, hello, hello. This is Chas from the Soulfully Joyful Business Podcast, where I am here to help you feel light as a feather and soulfully joyful in your life and in your business. And today I taught a great class, and so I wanted to introduce it to you. So without further ado, here you go. Yes, it is, Zoom. Yes, it is. This meeting is being recorded. So I can send it out to you later because I completely understand how many of you are working full time or part time or just working. And um, it may not always be easy for you to hop on a live. And that is totally cool. I do know that you get the most benefit when you hop on a live because then you can leave comments and you can engage and you can ask questions and, and all the things. And so um, when you are live, it gets to be a little bit more beneficial for you, but that doesn't mean that you're going to miss out, right? So if you are on, I'm excited that you are here. Let me know. Say hi. Let me know how you're feeling today because I want to check in with how are you feeling today? Not fine. Not fine. Okay. Let's try to get away from the word fine and really be honest with yourself with how are you feeling today? I am feeling the vibe, hence my shirt. And, um, and yeah, so I'm just like excited to be here. I woke up this morning and like, I seriously woke up and went onto my phone and then like just wrote out like new offers for the new year. And it was just like, what the heck? And so grab your coffee and, um, and say cheers. Let me know if you like coffee with cream or without, and we'll go from there. Oh, yay. My sweethearts are on my Queens, Queen bees, Queen bee alley and, and Queen Karen. <laughs> so light as a feather. I'm going to try to keep this as condensed as possible, but I do want it to be engaging and I do want you to take in the energy. So there is going to be some notes that you can take if you want, but you can, I'm going to send this out as a podcast later as well. So if you want to write notes later, you can. And because I want you to become the vibe, I want you to go about the rest of your Thursday today as being like light as a feather. Okay, so that's what we're shooting for. That's the vibe. And let's go on how to get there. So what does it feel like to be the opposite of light as a feather? And so if I were to say, hey, what's the opposite of being light as a feather? I would like you to chat in the comments of what that feels like to you. So for me, that literally feels like there's a weight on my shoulders. It really feels like there's a burden on my chest and it feels heavy, right? Like just life in general, energy in general, just feels heavy. Those are sad days. Those are frustrated days. Those are like overwhelmed days. Those are like, I don't know, maybe a little bit of stuck you know, where it's like, ah, I don't know what to do next, you know? And so, you know, these feelings of what that feels like. And so I want this class to not just be for people in business, but for women in general, women who want to rise, women who want to be leaders, liberated leaders, women who want to be free, to be light as a feather, 
my purpose in all the great world is to help people, women in general, be free. So freedom looks different for everybody. Freedom feels different for everyone, but freedom is also available for everyone. And that is a mindset block that is like, no, it's not for me. I can't have it. God wants me to feel heaviness and to feel stuck my whole life. And so if that's your belief, that's your belief. And we have to change the thoughts that like solidified that into a belief. Okay. So, so the opposite of light of a feather, light as a feather can also feel like you're chasing, like you're chasing money, like you're chasing this dream job, like you're chasing this dream life, like you're just chasing more and more and more and more. And is this the right thing? Is it the right thing? Is it the wrong thing? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, it's all these questions that come up. All the questions. This is the opposite of feeling light as a feather. Of like, the big question, why? How many times have you asked yourself why? You ask your kids, why? <laughs> why are you doing that? And your kids ask you, why? Why is that? Why? 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 And you're like, oh my God. I can't handle any more whys, right? And so, um, so yeah, the whys paralyze you. The whys cause a lot of anxiety. My mentor calls it the why that we ask is like the little girl panties that you're in. You got on your little girl panties and you're playing small. And trust me, like I've asked so many whys. I've been in business for over two years. Why don't I have that same level of income that my mentor has? I'm more educated than she is. I'm older than she is. So why is she making more money than me? You know, um, why didn't a thousand people sign up for this masterclass? You know, so you can go on and you can ask yourself why, but I want to ask you, how does that make you feel? When you ask yourself, why isn't it working? What do I need to do? Like that comes from a place of lack. It comes from a place of I'm not good enough. It comes from a place of I don't know the answers. There's something wrong with me, right? Like you know how that feels, right? Right, and you can't compare your journey to anybody else's because it's your journey, it's not their journey, it's their journey, it's not your journey. Everybody has a journey and our whole life is about like growing and evolving in life, right? So, okay, so we feel pulled in many different ways through the roles that we are expected to play in ourselves, in our families, in our society, right? So as women, we're traditionally, yep, imposter syndrome. Um, women are traditionally like stay at home and raise the kids kind of roles and blah, blah, blah. Thank the good Lord that that is changing. Um, <laughs> right. And, um, roles as a mom, roles as a daughter, you're expected to care for your parents. You're expected to care for your family. You're expected to do this thing and that thing and have dinner on the table and, and have the lunches made. And you're expected to do all these things and you feel pulled in all these ways, but your heart is saying like, hey, hey, can you listen to me? I have something. I have a gift for you. 
I want you to feel light. So the first, I don't want to say step, let's call it a code. The first code in being light as a feather is coming back to yourself. As a woman, especially growing up in a Christian household, taught that self is bad. Selfishness is bad. Taking care of yourself is bad. Focusing on what you want to do is bad. That's not the Christian thing to do. That's not the ladylike thing to do. You have to serve all the others. You have to give to the others, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that, but when it's at the expense, this is the key word that is the opposite of light as a feather, is at the expense of yourself. When you're sacrificing yourself, that is the big old red flag, red flag. When you feel like you are sacrificing yourself, that's when it feels heavy. That's when you feel weighted down. That's where you feel the actual burden on your shoulders, right? Right? So, what do we do? What do we do? So, power of your thoughts. Power of your thoughts, power of your feelings, power of your beliefs, the power of now. So, what we tell ourselves is what we manifest. What we tell ourselves is what we manifest. So for a long time in my job, when I had a day job, I was working at a great organization and um, I was doing all the things. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll stay late. I'll do this. I'll like go to that thing on the weekend. I'll like take on this extra project. I'll like do all the things, do all the things. And I'm burning out, burning out. And I'm just like, every time I would teach a class, I'd be like, why am I working for somebody when I believe so much in entrepreneurship? And, um, you know, so that thought was always in the back of my mind. Why am I doing this when I believe so much in like running in your own business? And, um, and, uh, and then my body was physically breaking down because I was manifesting the thoughts that I was having in my head. I was manifesting the stress, manifesting the anxiety, manifesting not wanting to be there anymore. And so I manifested losing my job and that hurt, really hurt. But it also taught me a lesson is that when you can manifest the bad stuff, you can also manifest the good stuff. And so illness is another thing. When you constantly think about getting sick, sure as shit, you're going to get sick, right? So we, where, what we think is what we manifest. So if this works for the negative stuff, it works for the positive stuff. So shifting, shifting from the negative to the positive. And so in doing that, I'm way getting ahead of myself, but it takes radical responsibility, radical responsibility to say, I'm not thinking that anymore. Those thoughts are not allowed to enter and take root in my heart. They can flow right through. Radical responsibility, taking responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings. So, duh. so it all starts with being aware of yourself, being aware of those thoughts and your feelings. 
I have notes here. So try to keep myself on track because I know lots of times I can go like on tangents. So I wrote all these notes out and now I need to stick to them. <laughs> so when you have those negative thoughts, because we live in a world, we live in an imperfect world, right? Imperfect world. And um, we want it to be better. And so, but those negative thoughts do come into all of our minds. They come into all of our minds. But like I said, that doesn't mean that it has to take root in your heart. It can flow through. So what has worked for me is to actually write down those thoughts. So this is a little tip that if you want to write down, um, writing down what your negative thoughts are. And what I want you to do is like, see that negative thought, see it and ask yourself, is this a truth or is this a lie? Is this actually true or is this a lie that my brain is telling me? So, and in doing that, you can shift that energy into a more positive thought and seeing it on paper just kind of really helps your mind like comprehend what you're actually thinking. And I know lots of you might be journalers and so you might be in this habit already, but journaling out those, like writing out that negative thought and asking yourself, is this a truth or is this a lie? This is becoming aware of your thoughts and your feelings. Truth, lie, truth, lie. And because our mind likes to tr like tell us lots of lies, like in all fairness, right? Like our mind likes to tell us lots of lies. And so one thing then to shift, so you see the negative thought and to shift into the positive, one thing that's really helped me is any kind of movement. And so like even just standing up and shifting the physical energy to help you feel lighter. And so if I'm laying on the couch and I'm like, whoa, 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 was me. And why, why, why? And I want to cry. And I'm laying on the couch. One super easy way is to just get up, walk to the kitchen, open up the blinds, grab a coffee. And it starts to shift because the energy in your body actually moves. So you don't have to go run a marathon. You don't have to go do a hundred thousand burpees. Excuse me, burpees. <laughs> that was so funny. I burped when I said burpees. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, it doesn't need to be all the burpees in the world either to get the energy flowing, but something to just shift. And so some people will like just flick their wrist. Some people, like one of my clients, she said, oh, that's why my dad always like hit himself in the head, um, <laughs> slapped himself in the face. Yeah, because you're shifting, you're doing something, you're taking radical responsibility for yourself and shifting away from the negative thoughts. If you want to live in the negative thoughts all your life, go ahead. How does that feel? That's why you're here. You want it to feel light as a feather. <laughs> and so... You don't want those thoughts anymore. So take the responsibility into taking one action to shift. You don't have to change from like 180 degrees. You don't have to go from here's all the negative thoughts. Now I'm the most positive person on the planet. No, it's just a one degree shift. Just a one degree shift. Because like when you think of like when you're driving and you have your, you have your eyes like at the end of the road 
And we're taught to like always look farther ahead, right? Because that's where you direct your car. And if you just shift it a little bit, the end shifts drastically. So a little shift in the short term, I'm gonna like, so, okay, if we're going this way, and uh, I do a little shift this way, you see how like the change gets bigger up at the top with just this little shift, just this tiny little action gets you going on a different projectile. Okay, just the tiniest little action gets you going on a different projectile. So one way to shift your energy and to become light as a feather is to find that one tiny little thing that just shifts. And maybe it is doing like just going for a quick walk outside. Maybe it's like playing a game with your kids. Maybe it's just like pushing pause on whatever and like dancing to like new kids on the block or something. And um, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> guilty pleasure right there, okay? Step by step was on last night and it was like killing it in the kitchen. <laughs> and so anyways, just the tiniest shift allows you to create big change. Okay, so don't think that you got to change your whole habits. You got to change your habits from 180 degrees or 360 degrees. No, because that's not sustainable. Shifting a habit just a teeny tiny bit creates a great, opens up a great big window. Opens up a great big window. <sighs> Okie dokie. So I got one, two, three things for you on being light as a feather. So let me start with a story. So when I first started my business, I thought it would be easy peasy, lemon squeezy to get a million clients right away. I'm going to like, why wouldn't everybody want to just start a business? 79 million people are expected to start a business in the next year. 79 million people are expected to start a business in the next year. Isn't that amazing? So when I started my business, I was like, of course, everybody's gonna sign up for the business startup program because I'm gonna help them start their business. And they didn't. And I was like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? I had a couple people sign up, but definitely not to what my expectations were. I emphasize expectations because that's gonna come up in a minute. Expectations. I had thought it was going to go one way and it didn't. I had thought, and so I got a coach and we worked through different systems and implementing different systems and a lot of it was on numbers. So a lot of sales is, is a numbers game. And um, for me personally, I've always gotten obsessed with numbers. I think it's just part of my human design, my nature. And um, like I threw out my scale a long time ago, like 10 years ago, because I would step on the scale every day and be devastated and cry. The thing that was making me feel literally heavy, <laughs> heavy and weighed down and making me cry, making me not be the person that I want to be was the scale, was the job. So I got rid of it got rid of it. Don't eat it. So then when I was working with a coach and we're doing all these numbers and I'm getting obsessed with these numbers because that's just how I'm wired. It was just like, 
why isn't that number happening? I can't reach that number. I got to do all the things to get the number. And it was just obsessive and it felt heavy and I felt stuck and I just felt like I was in a cage and I hated it. I hated everything to do with business because of all the numbers. People aren't numbers, right? And so I talked to my coach, Sarah, and it was like, okay, we need to just let go of the numbers. So what does it mean to let go, right? Just let it go right? Like, let's sing Elsa songs and Frozen songs and just let it go. And it's like, okay, just saying the words helps you feel lighter, right? Just saying the words helps you feel lighter, but it's not a long-term strategy, right? So number one in feeling light as a feather is to detach from the outcomes. So detaching yourself from the outcomes, let it go, let it go. I started in a really high key there that, so I can't go on any further sorry. Um, <laughs> so letting it go, detaching yourself from the outcomes. So the outcomes, the expectations, the results. If you're trying to lose weight, you can be obsessed with the number on the scale. It's not bad to have a goal of being healthy. And when like healthy is a certain number, Okay. Healthy for you is a certain number on that scale. So it's good to have that vision of what that number is on the scale, but it becomes obsessive and heavy when you're stepping on the scale five times a day being like, Ooh, did I gain a pound? Did I lose a pound? Did I gain a pound? Did I lose a pound? That's when it becomes heavy. So detaching from the outcomes of weight loss, let's say, isn't just it is throwing out the scale, but it's definitely not stepping on the scale every day. It's checking in and being aware of how you're feeling at any given moment. So detaching from the outcomes is like having one foot on the vision, one foot on the desire, one foot on the goal, and one foot in being grateful, one foot in the actions, one foot in the kind of the doing the things, right? Doing the things in your business, in your life, one foot there. And that's how you walk. And that's how you detach from the outcomes. You like, this is a vision. This is a vision. This is the outcome that I desire. This is the outcome that I desire, but I'm not going to let my emotions be dictated by that outcome, by the success or not success of that. So an example, again, when you're losing weight and you're stepping on the scale every day and you're, it's making you cry, you got to detach from that end result. You got to get rid of the scale so that you're not crying every day, right? So when the emotion is that you're crying every day, something needs to change. You need to detach. So I don't want my emotions being like tied to end of result because it can fluctuate way too much. And that's not your being. That's not who I am. That's not who you are. So your emotions are waves that go like this and shouldn't be trusted in running your business or your life. They're guides, but it's the underlying purpose that really guides your life. So detaching from the outcomes, detaching your emotions from the outcomes, 
That's what I want to say. Detaching your emotions from the outcome, but yet still having your eye on the prize. Is that making sense? Is that making sense? So detaching your emotions while still having your eyes on the prize. So wanting to make $10,000, but not checking your bank account every 30 seconds to see if somebody bought from you. Not checking to see if you got a new follower every 30 seconds. You know, like that becomes obsessive, right? So eye on the vision, detaching the emotions from that. So that's detaching from the outcome. And when you find that your emotions are becoming negative emotions, you go back to that one degree shift, that one degree shift that causes a big change, right? So whenever you're noticing a negative emotion, the little tiny shift creates a big change. So detaching from the outcome. <sighs> okay, so I don't need to obsess anymore about how many followers I have today and how many followers I have in five minutes. Okay. <sighs> I don't need to stress and think about if I'm going to sign a new client all day, every day, because that doesn't help. When you think about signing a new client every day, all day, it doesn't help. When you think about how much you hate your job all day, how does that make you feel? Do that check-in when you're obsessing of something and thinking about it all day long. How does that make you feel? So detaching from that. That's number one. Number two, live in the now. So living in the now. I'm reading this book for the second time by Eckhart Tolle. I talked to you about this the other day. Um, it's called The Power of Now. Great, easy read. Highly recommend it. Taking you from like worrying about the future because we've already said that the opposite of light is a feather is worrying and anxiety. And like not being enough, all future-based. We can't control the future. We can't. We don't know what's going to happen in five minutes. We don't know what's going to happen in five days. We don't know what's going to happen in five years, right? And so living in the now is the only thing that you can somewhat control. So anxiety, let's talk anxiety. I'm not ashamed to share my story with anxiety. It's a lifelong journey. Um, I used to always think I was more a depressive nature, but then it was like, no, it's actually anxiety because I'm a very type A kind of person. And, um, and that's worrying about the future, worrying about what's not going to happen, worrying what is going to happen. And so when COVID hit, it was just like all the anxieties came up, like all the anxieties of like, this is the end of the world. Um, my children are all going to go to hell. Um, like really extreme things. Like we're all going to die. Um, where are we going to get our food from? Our water's tainted. Um, like all the messages that we're hearing from all around us are like fear-based and are, they're trying to make us into the hunger games and like all these things come up and your brain just goes and let alone in the business. Then it's like, how am I, how am I going to get more clients? Like I need to get hit. I need to hit these numbers. And just like all the things, all the things, huge anxiety. So then I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. So because I became more aware of where your attention goes, energy flows, right? That was like a big T turning point for me. And it was, it'll be a phrase that sticks with me my whole life where your attention goes, energy flows. 
because it's like where I'm putting my attention, I'm putting my attention onto COVID, into the fear, into the, into the scarcity, into the not enough, into like what I, all the things in the future. And it's making me feel horrible and I'm putting my attention there. And so my energy is going there. And so then I'm feeling like I'm in a cage, like literally in a shower crying and like blocked, huge anxiety. So what did I do? Started to write down what and seeing what my anxieties are, like really just writing things out. This is what I'm worried about. And having my brain saying like, this is what I'm worried about. Is this a truth or is this a lie? Can I control this or can I not control this? Coming into the power of my feelings right now. Coming into the power of my thoughts right now. So when we question, when we're questioning, we're living in anywhere but the power of now. So every time you ask yourself, why? Why isn't this working? Why, why, why? That's a little bit in the past. Can you change the past? No, you cannot change what happened in the past. You learn the lessons from the past to influence your power of now. When you're asked, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? How do I do it? How do I do it? You're worrying about the future. You want to get it perfect for the future. Come back to the power of now. What am I feeling? What am I thinking right now? Who am I? Feeling is part of who you are, right? So coming back to the power of now. So one thing I really started doing to reduce my anxiety was the journaling was a huge part because it was like taking the thoughts from my head, writing it on paper. And as I'm actually writing it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> totally not true. <laughs> you know, like this is not the end of the world. I got food in my fridge. Like my water's fine. Um, right. Like these things aren't true. So I would write that out. Second, meditating, 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 and meditating. I've like, when I look at my, I started using Peloton meditations when I first started meditating because they were like five minute guided meditations, easy way to get into it. And, um, <laughs> and like now, and I've been on Peloton for three years and like my, pel my meditations are like almost to where I am with cycling. <laughs> and like, I work out like every day. And so like, I did a lot of meditating is what I'm trying to say, because it helps calm the now or calm the mind and bring you back to now. The breath work. This is the third thing, breath work. Every meditation starts off with breathing in, slow, deep breath, and blowing out. Why is that? Because it takes your attention that's in your head and bringing it into your body. Where your body leads, your mind follows. Where your body leads, mind follows. So coming back to the breath, there's lots of different ways to do breath work, um, different counting, you know, you breathe in for four, out for four, you can do it like a square, breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four, and then just like, no breath in. So you can do it like a square, you can do it like a circle, you know, so you're actually, your brain's actually visualizing the circle of breath coming in, 
and it never reaches it all the way to the top because then it starts exhaling down and up. I'm focusing on the breath. It takes your attention away from all the other shit that's going around you. Coming back to the now. You can do your breathing anywhere. You can do it at your desk. You can do it while you're out for a walk. You can do it when you're in the mall. Like mall, huge source of anxiety for me. Way too many people on there and it's all chaos, right? But I got to get Christmas presents. So when I'm waiting in line with 10,000 people and I can't walk, I can breathe. Takes the attention into my body and away from the shit. Because where our attention goes, energy flows. And I've been teaching that for two years now. So <laughs> hopefully you got it right now. But it takes that radical responsibility of you taking that radical responsibility for your breath, for the actions that you take, for wanting that change and doing it. This is leadership, you guys. Is like leadership is taking the radical responsibility. And it's through taking the breath work, doing the meditations, writing things down. So that's number two. I'm being light as a feather. Live in the now. Live in the now. Number three, <laughs> the hardest thing ever, the hardest part of being an entrepreneur, the hardest part of like living a stress-free life, trust and surrender. Trust and surrender. To who? To yourself? your intuition, your heart, your spirit. If you believe in a higher power as I do, it's like surrendering that to God. Saying like, I can't do this on my own. I need help. I have no control over this situation. I need help. This is out of my control. This is into your hands. So what I did in the writing down and the journaling, when I have the heaviness and the, the weighed down and the stress and the overwhelm, is like I write out the things that I can do. What are the things that are my responsibility, the things that I can control? What are the things that God can only do? I can have the class. I can go on Instagram. I can write a post. I can't. I got to leave it up to God of like, who wants to work with me? I got to let that go. And when I can control how much they want, they're going to pay, but I can't control the who and the when. So I focus on what I do and I like physically, like verbally say, I need you to take this. Jesus Take the Wheel by Carrie Underwood makes me cry every time. Jesus Take the Wheel, like that is like surrendering. That is surrendering. Jesus Take the Wheel. Heart, intuition, take the wheel. I can't do this on my own. Ooh, that's going to make me cry. Um, I just listened to that song the other day. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what is my responsibility? What is God's? 
or however you identify, right? That higher power and like actually writing those things down. So what are things that you need to surrender? The how to's. How do I do that? What do I do? How's that going to work? Why? You just got to let it go. Surrender. Verbally say, I surrender. I surrender. It takes a lot of responsibility to surrender. And it also lets go <laughs> of a lot of responsibility when you surrender. You can't control if your kid is going to turn out to be a horrible person and be a mass murderer. You can't. You can spend 18 years of your life stressing about that though. You can spend 18 years doing your best work to try to raise the child who's not going to be a mass murderer or a murderer or any kind of like evil person. But you don't have control of the result. You don't, right? So as lighting as being light as a feather is like truly the essence of like surrendering. Surrendering all the desires that we want, all the wants that we want, and all the needs that we have. So desires, wants, needs. Needs are the basic survival things. Needs are basic survivals like food, shelter, water, sex even is like a basic need. Everything else is a want. Wants are like, you know, yeah, sure, I want, you know, five new clients this month. Maybe a kind of desire. Desire is like the dream. Desire is like... What would you say is like the difference between a desire and a, and a want? I've been thinking about this the last couple of days. Desires to me seem like the dream that is like, this would be amazing. Wants are something that I just want, you know, I just want it. I don't need a deep meaning behind wanting $10,000 a month. I want it. Just want it. I desire $100,000 a month, but I want 10. <laughs> but I need four, you know? And so knowing those difference. So surrendering those things, timeframes. Whenever we put a time frame on something, we're taking back the control. When we say, uh, yeah, I want to manifest like $10,000 this month. You're not surrendering. You just put a time frame on it. Timeframes are your way of controlling things. It's saying, okay, God, I know I can't bring in the $10,000 myself, so I need you to do that, but I also need you to do that this month and um, like right now. And like, yeah, right? A desire is a flame in your being that gives you a thrust of excitement. Ooh, that's exciting. I love that. A want is wanting to and an expectation to unfold your way. Deep, that's amazing. Love it, love it, love it. To unfold your way. 
So your way might not always be the way of the higher power. And that's where we get into a conflict. That's when we have different expectations and we have the time pressure. Time pressure and different expectations. So being light as a feather is aligning your desires and your wants with that of your heart. I truly believe that God gives us the desires of your heart. So if you want to like travel the world 18 times your whole life, that is your desire. And God gave you that desire for a reason. Your job is then to take actions to make it happen because you have that desire. And so then being light as a feather is taking those actions that lead to your end result, that end desire that God gave you. You're purpose-driven. Being light as a feather is being purpose-driven. I'm not going to get into a big talk about being purpose-driven right now, but it is such a true thing that when you align with the desires of your heart and your actions are all towards doing that, it feels light, it feels easy. Um, yeah feels light and feels easy when you're doing what you are made to do. So my friend Steffi and lots of people teach human design and Steffi's really helped me understand my human design and like why I think the way I think and have the desires that I want. And like, it really helps shape my whole business and my life and um, knowing your human design and studying that is like, it's deeper than your astrology and um, it's just, it's just deeper than that. I just find that it aligns so much more. Um, talk to Steffi. Um, if you want to connect with her, let me know. She might actually even be on still. I'm not quite sure. Um, but so helpful. So I believe so much in human design that um, with all my new one-on-one -on -one clients, you will get a session and a reading with Steffi. And, um, I think she just upped it to 555 or 333. I'm not sure how much she charges, but because it's amazing, it changes your life because it gives you that purpose. It gives you that understanding of what it is that you're meant for more. And so everything that you do is aligned with that. So being light as a feather is letting go of the expectations because you have no control over that. You don't. You have no control of the outcomes. So separating your emotions from the outcomes. Living in the now, taking actions, living, 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 living. I didn't emphasize that enough. Living in the now. Not just being in the now, but living in the now. Taking actions in the now. Right? Like this morning I like woke up and got like this like idea for a new bundle. And like before I even opened up my Instagram or my Facebook, it was just like, I need to write this down. And it was like four different classes, four bundle into this bundle, four classes into this bundle on like the soulfully joyful business startup bundle. Four series of classes that will teach you how to start your business. It just all came to me. Super light, super easy. It just blah, spilled out. It was amazing. So those are the things when it comes with ease and it comes with flow, 
So light. So that's like a result of knowing that your light is a feather because things just flow. It just flows. If you're always running up against a frustration, you're not going in the right path. When you're running up against a resistance, you're not going in the right path. Now. Now. So what is that resistance? Name it, write it down. Okay, what do I need to shift that one degree around it? Right, so writing that down, identifying your shift. And um, helps you feel so much light, so much more light. Trusting and surrendering. Letting go, like surrendering, giving up that power to a higher power giving up the thing that you can't control to that higher power. And that takes radical responsibility. It all takes radical responsibility of being responsible for your thoughts and your feelings and making and taking the action to shift. So how are you feeling? How are you feeling? So what is it? Like, what would be the area that you need to feel more light in, right? Like, start with that. Like, what is the area where that's feeling heavy? And it takes some time to just, like, feel into it. And it's like, what feels heavy? What feels like it's a resistance? What feels like it's a, like I'm hitting a wall? Write it down. And then ask yourself, okay, how can I feel light as a feather? So, like, at the beginning of the summer, I was easily thinking because my brain can spiral very quickly. Um, and uh, I was in a class and Stephanie had said like, she's just like in casual conversation being light as a feather. And I was just like, oh, those words, light as a feather. Just like, this is the vibe, the vibe, light as a feather. And I kid you not, every time I go for a walk, there's a feather outside. Even now when it's snowing outside, there's like geese and like I see feathers everywhere. It's so crazy to remind me that I'm on the right path, to remind me to stay light and easy, that whenever there's a frustration or a resistance, to stop and shift, stop and shift. Making the choice taking the radical responsibility to make the choice to shift to being light as a feather because it just freaking feels so much better. Like why would I want to feel frustrated and overwhelmed when I can feel like light and joyful, right? Like what, what? Anyways, so I hope that was helpful for you. Um, like I said, I have two programs coming up. One is this bundle of like starting your business. It's really for people who are like literally have a million dollar idea in their head and they're like, I don't know what step to take next. I got this idea. I don't know what step to take next. Okay, let's do this class. It's classes. So it's groups. So it's way cheaper. On sale, pre-sale right now, because it's starting at the end of January for $111 for four series of trainings. Like they're not just one classes. They're like, three or four classes for each of them. So you're going to get like 12 classes for $111 right now. So if you're interested in that four pack bundle, send me a message, 
$111. Or my new program, The Liberated Leader. I'm obsessed in love with The Liberated Leader for how this helps women rise and be leaders in their life, be leaders in their business. It's like, this has landed so much being the liberator of your life that you hold the sword that cuts away all the bullshit, everything, all the cords that are holding you down. You are the liberator of your life to become the leader and the woman that you're meant to be. And so I'm super excited about this program. It's going to be a hybrid program, which means that it's going to be like two group calls a week. So it's going to have a start date is three months or six months. I'm not sure exactly yet um, what's really leading, but um, two group calls a month, two one-on-one calls a month. And to reserve your spot, it's $500 because we're going to start January. I want to say it's January 10th. And um, yeah, two group calls, two one-on-one calls to help you become the leader you're meant to be and to be surrounded by six other women who are on the same path. And we all have gifts and we all have experiences and we all have like light to share with each other. And that's why I love the group and the group calls, but it's like working specifically with just you because you have different needs than everybody else. And, um, and that's why I love the one-on-one. So I love the, um, the hybrid model. It also makes it a little cheaper. So $5.55 to reserve your spot so that January is only $1,000 and then it's $15.55 a month. And so that is that. Just checking the notes. Alrighty, my loves. That is all for today. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to working with you more and to teach you more, but also to coach you into your next level of leadership. Coaching you into your next level of leadership, being the vibe you are meant to be. Love you. Love you lots. Chat soon. Bye.